0: Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone We are back with another edition of SportsInsiderRadio.com. We are ready to roll. It is
1: Wednesday. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's finally feels like summer here in Baltimore, Maryland. Not sure the weather with Dave in uh, Colorado at the moment, but 75 and sunny and clear skies and, and baseball's here. We all know everybody loves baseball, and, and Dave, I think I think what happened was and I'll let Dave chime in in a second I think what happened was, after all these years of you being obsessed with baseball, John, Dave, literally, I've never seen him this obsessed about baseball ever. Usually, he's on a cruise. Maybe this is cruise number two at this point, and uh, it's much different. So what would you uh, like to say about that, Dave? What's, what's the obsession rate with baseball? Yeah, that sums it all up. I, three years ago. So I was thinking about it. Well,
2: two. No, three. Actually, it's three because I didn't get any in on, in on 2020. So we're well, going well, three years without a cruise, boys. So, I don't know. I just decided I'm going to get more into baseball this year to help everybody out.
1: And, then, yeah, it's, 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 it's you think, so we'll see what happens. So without you know, without really – oh, it is just – well, that's Colorado weather for you. But um, my question to you is, like, without giving away the secrets, what was the process? Because I know weeks prior you had basically – you had integrated because, again, this is not your forte. Um, I know you did a little bit of correlated parlays in years past, but it wasn't just anything consistent like day-to-day – like you're doing with the baseball system. So you basically contracted a consultant, similar to your story with the Spencer video, where you had a consultant when you first became a sports trader, and he gave you the nuances and how to read the metrics of, of baseball. But without giving away the process, yeah. how many hours do you think that you put in prior to the oh, season man. even starting? Oh, it's so many. But it was – I wouldn't do, I, I, it's hard to do
2: hours because I didn't just sit there hours straight, but I was thinking about it and doing stuff every day, seven days a week for a couple of months. So, and, I've, and yeah, I'd have to say probably, wow. yeah, a couple hundred, a lot. Really? I mean, when it, it was on my mind a lot, a lot, and, or I was doing something or looking at something. And everything's put together,
1: and I'm ready to win. Ready to win, guys. Ready to win. And that's, ready to win. We're here to win. But, that's see, that's to me, that's fascinating because I look at it, in the clientele that I speak to that call in on a day-to-day basis, and I ask them, all right, well, you know, I know they said, I'm good at betting. You know, that's always the, the, the start of the conversation. I'm really good, but I need help, right, which does, it's, it's, doesn't make sense financially if you were so good you wouldn't need help but and and i asked them you know what's the process what do you do what first i kind of you know go through the qualification what do you do for a living oh i you know i drive a truck or you know i work a nine to five or i do this i do that Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay well now you're that's all the time that you're spending that's basically working what do you do for actual putting it well i have a feeling about the game um you know, I, I do a little bit of data searching. I spend, How much time do you spend? Yeah, about 10, 15 minutes. So when I hear that, it's like I already know it's impossible for them to win long term. I just, I take, again, I, I don't know, but from my experience, I take an assumption that it's basically impossible. Because what I'm hearing, what I hear from you before the season even started is you were hyped up, pumped up, really did the work as a business because again, you're putting your own money on the line. So for you to be successful for our clients, you have to be personally successful making money, or yeah. otherwise you just wouldn't do it. And um, so it's like I try to I, I try to explain that on the phone. And it's a lot of times it's very hard for the guy that's hard headed that's been doing this for twenty years and thinks he could beat the system doing manual handicapping, you know, five minutes a day. But um, it's just a different philosophy, it's a different way for you to be successful trading this platform and just like day traders in the stock market, they're glued to their screens from market open to market close a guy like you, you are glued to your screens primarily during game time, which now during baseball could be all day or at nighttime when it was basketball all the time. And then pregame you're putting out stuff like the baseball games that we released so far today, You're putting them out overnight. I mean, I just don't see anybody in this industry doing it this way. So it's I think our success of late, Dave, has truly because we're doing something that most people that are doing this advisory as well as you betting it just nobody does and and we're a one off, at least from my experience.
2: I need to move on on both
1: these picks that are gonna start.
2: I beat the clothes um, which just makes me feel good if you look at the prices. But yeah, that yeah. I spent yeah, it was a lot a lot of time. I was even do I was even looking at this and thinking about it in, in December. But I wasn't I procrastinate too. I try to wait till the last minute unfortunately.
0: But I was Hey, were you in I'm Vegas thinking. or
2: Colorado? Colorado.
0: Your phone, I don't know where you're standing in the in uh, in the in the crib. The phone keeps going in and out, just letting you know. Uh,
2: yours kind of did, too, a little bit. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Um, okay. Right hey, down you sound good now. One too. Now
1: you sound good. Yeah, I was the front.
2: Well, was it good the whole time, or just
1: for a second it was? Just for, for a second here and there, it kept popping in and out. Maybe if the way that you're holding the phone, but... You know, it, it sounds know. good now. Um, hey, we make it happen, brother. You know, is this, this our new host is Mr. John for the last uh, couple months now, and I, I want to give him some credit that he's really, you know, taking this show and, and really taking it to the next level by hosting and getting everybody together. That's what Brian used to do. So we'll give a little little clap for John Yay. on this beautiful
0: Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little irritated. I was gonna. I had uh, my underdog system yesterday. I had one game circled, and uh, I didn't play it because of other metrics, and there was the Colorado Rockies, and they took care of business again. And, you know, by the way, just so you guys know, every week, I'm going to give you the updated record of dogs versus favorites, not run lines, straight out dogs versus favorites. As of today, 30 dogs have won outright. 44 favorites of one outright. Therefore, if you were betting every dog, which I understand most people aren't going to do, you would be printing money. There is no value unless you spot play favorites, like Dave does, in fav- on the favorite side. And I'm not going to change my tune. And I'm sticking to it. And you will see that every week when I give the updated report, we will literally be in a margin of 45%. 48% dogs will be winning outright without the run line. I'll let you guys continue.
1: Well, it's funny you say um, that, the run line. Dave, uh, what's the mark? Because I know, so, and I actually wanted to ask you this. I have those numbers, For, too, a, by the way. But go ahead. Well, not particularly what the average of run line versus money line winning, but when you do the run line price, and then you also do a money line on the same game, and you say, You don't want us to advise and give out both, even though you're betting both. How do you, and maybe I'm saying this incorrectly, um, but should the client that's taking your advice, because we've seen a couple of those run lines, every game up to this point except yesterday that actually won the game and was getting extremely good dog value, if you were just taking the money line, should the client take both or split the wager possibly? Is there any value to well, that, yeah, or depends. you're just looking for the best price?
2: Yeah, it depends on what price you have. usually you're going to have a better one on the run line. That's why they offer That's why they want you to bet as much on those big underdogs. But, yeah, I mean, you could do both if, if, as long as you have a decent price. It gets tricky because, yeah, it, the price is everything. You're trying to get every cent you can. And in baseball, it gets tricky to move by the penny, well,
0: So that's why I do it like that. And, and, and just so you guys know, right now, every plus one and a half, if you bet every plus one and a half, you are 46 and 29, 62%. So 46 games, either one out well, you already know the 30 underdog. you already know that 30 underdogs have actually won outright. So therefore in the 46 plus one and a half, Thirty of them were outright dogs, and then that means sixteen. That means sixteen underdogs lost by one since the season began. Because of that, forty-six. You have to bake in the outright dog number. Thirty outright dogs. Sixteen dogs losing by one. Forty-six and twenty-nine.
1: Okay. So you're okay. So I, that's the, kind of the answer statistically that I'm looking for as well. Because I'm not gauging that, um, in the short sample size since last Thursday, which again we could all agree is extremely small. Yes, the the huge yeah. dog won out, right? but over a large sample size, it's better to take the one and a half only.
0: Well, well, yeah, it just depends on the pre- Yeah, I, I hate seeing it depends. No, on the because if you price. bet every, if, it, no, because if you bet every forty, if you bet all every game plus one and a half, you're sixty two percent and you're down money. Because you're laying plus one and a half, oh, okay. minus two hundred. No, yeah, not you at all. Long, oh, you're saying right? that right, right, right. Yeah, we're, so we're not. Now you're, you're better. You're You're better off being thirty and forty. You're better off being thirty and forty-four.
2: John, 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 I understand, but still, okay, keep you, going.
0: You, it's you got a spot like you yesterday. You had a great, amazing win with Atlanta. laying a chalk price on Atlanta. That was an amazing game. Easy winner. You're spot playing, like I said in my YouTube video, I play Dave's favorites because you have a system and a reason why you're playing individual games. Probably you laid 70 cents. You probably thought they should be twenties, 200, or they should be 190. You're getting the best value on the game. I'm all over every favorite you're playing. As a matter of fact, uh, I I know that I watch all your content. You probably don't watch all mine, and I don't blame you. Um, But I said in my last YouTube video, my underdog system is a watch-and-wait system. For all you listeners that are subscribing or going to subscribe to Dave's system, I wait for Dave's games regardless of the dogs that I would play. If Dave is on the other side, I scratch that game, I go with Dave, and then I pick it up with my just, additional just games. Just go
2: with your own. I'm just I'm doing for the tracking. The only reason I put that to it, it's a little better long run if it didn't win – the last few weeks and you've got a better return with dogs, that's irrelevant to what I do and think. And that's not how I think. But I just, I'm doing it because of the tracking too. So I have two reasons why I do it. It's the better long run option with the juice and how the betting works and the tracking, it makes it easier for you guys. But I could, I could just always say bet both. And then I don't know, you just track it with the one and a half. Because I want to on well, tracking gonna, at the end. I want to know. Right, the and I was gonna I'll ask you down, whatever.
0: I have a email from a client while we're on the air live. He asked me on the and he just is a question for you, so don't beat me up saying it's it's square. Um he asked me, the client asked me, when you have a team like Atlanta, are you ever gonna be in a position where you're gonna actually lay the one and a half? Minus one yeah. and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Even Just if they're yeah, at home. But you know, never at home, home right? They
1: don't... Never at home.
0: No, either way. No, he said he... either way he said either way.
1: It's a... Really? Yeah, if... okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, because if you're at home if you're at home it's factored into the price. You're gonna get if you lay one and a half with a big favorite at home, you're getting you're getting a way better price. Well not way better, but you're getting better in the long run than doing one on the road. So it's kind of the same concept. If you want like a minus two hundred, then it's then it's by far better to lay the, the one and a half on the road or at home because the price they'll they'll give you they'll give you less. They will they usually well because it's all factored in. They know how to do the prices. They give you less on the road. You know, assuming you're going to play all nine, you're you're getting your ninth inning for sure. So it's the same in the yeah. long run. But I haven't had one that big. I haven't had a minus two twenty or a minus minus one ninety or my, I've laid like minus one sixty, minus one fifty, something like that, where it was really close. If I wanted to lay the one and a half or the money line, but I had a decent money line price both times. Well, no, the global going rate was decent, so I said, okay, this is a little bit better. But when you get to those minus two dollars. You have to weigh the one and a half, I think. It's just it's
1: just a better play long run. Everything's long run. It's just a better play long run. Now, another question um, that I have for you about baseball that another client asked me, which is it's pretty important because a lot of these clients, this is their first time wagering baseball. So they always ask, because I've seen both from you, is it important to pick listed pitchers because the price that you're giving out is based on those yeah. pitchers? Or put it in as action
2: listed, but bookmaker won't let you do. They make you do action. So really, well, okay, well, I well, I think right before the game, they just kind of have an action because there's there's not a scratch. I, I I don't quote me on that, but I think it always yeah, it always says that. I'll double check tonight. Oh, uh, but everywhere else is is listed. Um, but yeah yeah you learned the list always you know because you know, then you're you're just in no matter what, and then it's whatever price they have, no matter when they do the pitching change. so you could be
1: stuck right and I think price. um what that came from is because I've always been designed to give out listed pitchers, and I always tell clients yeah, listed, sure. but I think one time they saw one of your tickets and it's at action, and they were a little confused, and i I said, you know what, I'm going to ask him on air so you guys could actually hear his answer live." Which you know, instead of texting you privately, I left it to Wednesday because we have such a big following now, and that's I'm glad you gave that answer. So it's really bookmaker that you can't allow, and that was a bookmaker ticket. They so, won't let you. Um, yeah,
2: they won't let you. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, and then Good I'll be know. honest. If 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 we're five minutes out of a game, I just always put listed just because I'm more concerned with getting the price in real quick. You know what I mean? You would too if you were going oh, they just went to plus one thirty. I'll quickly type it in. Like you're just kind of you're going. Alright, there's no way there's going to be a pitching change now, so you don't want to mm-hmm. take the extra like three seconds to move the little bar to to listed. So you're going just just click it. So so that happened too a couple times where I just didn't even where I was so focused on getting that price that was a home run. I didn't want to take the extra three seconds to put it listed when, like, one in 2,000 times there's going to be a pitching change within five minutes whatever it is. You guys know that better than me. How often is there a pitching change that quick? I mean, there there never is, right? Nah, it doesn't happen. No, no, no. no,
1: No, Not not that that close close to game time. It's mostly. I'd say from last season, if it's, you know, if we're giving out a game at, like, noon or 1 o'clock for a night game by 3 p.m., by 4 p.m. at the latest Eastern time, at least a few hours before game time, they scratch the pitcher um, and they put somebody new. in. And that usually doesn't even happen until midseason. Early in the season, you very rarely see it. Um, it's mostly you know midseason where now it's injuries and they're pulling guys up from the minor leagues. It just it happens a lot more. But um, you know what I actually tell my clients to do is to set their parameters on their books to automatically default to listed, so they don't make that mistake and it just automatically defaults yeah. to list it every time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys can keep giving your own play- – you guys can keep betting your own stuff too, but I just I just really put a couple hundred hours if I had to – th- if you factor in just total time thinking about it, it, it was probably more. Like I said, I started this back in, like, December, and I, I, w- I would work out think about it all – for an hour, or just sit there and look at stuff online, or Google things, or talk to friends. My friend from Vegas came. he helped me a lot too. We went over things every day, so I don't. So I feel like I really have it down, but I need a. I need a. I need. I need like. I need a thousand games because I know right. that one company. I know that one company. I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about people's names, but. There was there was a company that that was like, I mean they they were plus, and this was over like three years. They were plus so many units it was it was like wow these guys know everything and, and I don't know if you remember when they would really when they would give picks in baseball the line would move like fifteen twenty cents even on the day of the game right around post they, the games would really move and I want to say they were up like two hundred. Fifty units, something, something, almost impossible over three years. It was, it was and then I, I was playing them the third year a little bit, and then that fourth year, the fourth and the fifth year, using the same model, they lost back like another anomaly, like a hundred units, and I'm going, you can look it all up online. I'll, I'll show, I'll text you the info. But mm-hmm. so, so just knowing a sport like that with a rare, now you have a real marginal edge. And the books know that. That's why they offer the less takeout. But now, now you with you, with an even smaller edge in baseball, you can have crazy swings. Think about that. Go up a couple hundred units, down like a hundred. So you really need a big sample size, especially in baseball, more than the other sports. Because because basketball, you can almost win, like like every year. You can you know a bad year, you break even, or you know if you're involved in both and betting enough games. Or maybe you lose, like, 20 or 30 units in a year. I, I don't know how how bad you could do as a winner. But, I mean, baseball, I think you could be a winning better and lose, like, 50 units in a year. Well, I saw it because those guys clearly had an edge, you know. So, yeah, you, you need a big sample size. So you can't get too happy if you're doing good with some strategy and you can't get too down, which is hard. I mean, you take it personal as a human. You go, oh, I don't know, or, oh, maybe I'm the best in the world, <laughs> you know. But you, you have to – and so you could actually win over an entire year and you don't have an edge. You could clear, like, 30 or 40 units with no edge in your system. So the best indicator is the closing line value. There's there's really nothing mm-hmm. that would put make me sleep better than that. You know, if I was closing bad over and over, I would, I would just go, okay, there's no edge here, even if I was winning. Because, especially in baseball, so like today, both games were closing good. I feel good. It's like okay, no matter what happens, I, I think I got the best of it. I really felt good. So you definitely got are, you definitely
0: got the best of it. Yeah, but you have to. Let admit, me ask especially you.
2: Especially everything you have learned, it's the it's the best indicator. Especially when you're especially when you're when you're trying out some new things. This is this is the only thing that will like let you know because let's say there's hundred plays and let's see. 75 close good, 25 same or a little bit worse. I don't know about you guys. I'm feeling
1: real good. All
0: right, what was the question? The question that I had for you, if you're predominantly like me, playing a dog strategy, I w- because the majority of the general public lays the chalk, for me, I found that getting closer to post, I get better prices. I get better, I don't know if you want to call it closing line value, I'll just say I get better dog prices. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, and that's tricky
2: because the public bets favorites. And so one of the fundamentals is you're more likely to, you're more likely on just like a regular game and especially these bigger dogs to get a better price Uh, right around post. But, um, I don't know. I just think the the markets are more efficient these days than they were 10 years ago, but I've kind of already seen that too, where you're right. Like the dogs seem to, no matter how good they look on paper, you're staring at a better price at post.
0: Yeah, Like, and per, that like, continues. like personally, I'll give out one of my selections tonight, you know, and again, if you're a member of Dave and he goes against me, so be it. Uh, then you go with Dave, but, uh, like, for me personally, I'm going to be betting Baltimore tonight. So I'm going to wait. I did not make that wager yet. I expect Milwaukee to go up, not down. So uh-huh. it, it went it, – it, went, it opened at 80 cents. Now it's at 65 cents. But I have a feeling that closer to game time because it's a, it's a 7 o'clock evening game, there's no rush for me to play that game now. When I know that most people – Debate, let's say they lose early in the day. you got to also remember the psychology of baseball betting versus basketball. Every day is Wednesday is a Saturday in baseball. You have 12 Uh o'clock games, 9.30. You have 1 o'clock games, New York time, 3 o'clock games, New York time. By the time the normal NBA card would start at 7, you have a whole day of baseball where people are winning and losing and chasing. Usually when non-intelligent square bettors chase, they're going to chase the favorite.
2: Okay, so I'll get a game. better
0: price on Baltimore in the evening. On that game, I'm checking my
2: notes. I'm making detailed notes on every game now. That's my new... Well, I do that in the other one. but especially in baseball, so I'm going to detail it. I put need plus 173 or more in my notes. Got it. So Nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, th- this is a tough game for you. <laughs> this is yeah,
0: I understand. It's well, yeah, I mean, you. you're preaching to the you're preaching to the choir. I live here, but I wanted, a, I wanted to ask it's you right a I wanted to ask you a uh, personal, non-gambling question for the listeners, and I want your honest opinion because you already took your son to a Colorado Rocky game, and I took my son to an Oreo game. What I want to know is, that's uh, what I wanted to know. I find it to be so boring. Unless well, they're them, sing, they ours. no, no, what I'm saying is, no, for the kids, they have the music jamming, they have the wave, they have the, but I just find that it's just from a betting, not forget betting. You're just a guy like most of the people surrounding you are not betting at the stadium. Do you get a non-better going to the game? Like for me, I'm sitting back going, all right, I went to the opening game. I'm good for the rest of the season.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I well, if I go to my kids, it's a different. It's different than if I go and just party with friends. But my we were all enjoying it, and my son's like, "Can we go? Can we go? This is boring. I hate this. I want to play Roblox. You know, the video game." And he was just like whiny, and so he's just too little to really understand what's going on. But I think so in like two intention- or three years. A hundred percent.
0: So let me, tell you, let me tell you what happened. So the last time I went to a game, my daughter was like eight, same situation. My daughter's 14. She started asking me questions like when the outfielder would catch the ball. She'd say, why is the outfielder not throwing the ball back infield? I said, baby, look, there's nobody on base. It's an out. So by mm-hmm. the end, by the sixth inning, she was watching intently every pitch, looking at the mile per hour, how fast the guy was pitching. And by the top of the ninth inning, when we had runners on first and third, meaning not we, um, the opponent had runners. There were she was literally holding her breath, looking for a double player or strikeout. So to watch her get it, yeah, at fourteen where she had no idea, at eight was amazing. No, I agree. I can't wait for that
2: because he was so whiny. It it drove us all down. I love him, but he was so whiny. And then so we so we were so we were like, okay, let's try it again in a couple of years. You know, but basketball. Apparently, he was going to those tournament games in Vegas with his mom and having the time of his life. So, I don't know. So, so basketball, he gets that ball and hoop. But baseball, yeah, they have no clue at that age. You know what's even happening? Yeah, they
0: have no clue. They yeah, have no clue. But it's interesting. They don't know what's going on? But well, once you become a baseball fan, so it was opening day here in Baltimore. They did a standing ovation. Forty-four thousand people at the stadium for. Uh, elderly gentleman that has been going to every opening day since 1954. 68 wow. opening days, right? And and so there was a an yeah. uh, elderly couple next to us, and I said, and the guy said, yeah, I've been going for 30 years too. And my son goes, wow. I said, yeah, once you get into it, it you're either – fi- once you get bitten by the bug and then you live in the same state and you beca- have that allegiance to that fan – a lot of people ask us from a betting point of view why, and Mike can elaborate, why did the Orioles not put any money into their team? And it's pre- precisely that reason. They can get 44,000 people to fill the stadium with knowing that they're in last place. They're horrible. And yeah. the people still come.
1: Yeah. So I think um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Base- baseball, baseball as a whole, there's just been a lot of talk, and that's why there was a lockout. It's just the salaries are, there's no cap. Like the NFL, it has a cap. And then, yeah, if you want to go over the cap, you have a luxury tax, and it costs you a lot more money to be over it. Um, So predominantly you have to stay within the cap for every NFL team, which is the level playing field, so no team can keep or just buy players at their own will. Well, baseball is the complete opposite. When you have a market as big as New York, and they have the Yes Network that's bringing in, You know, a hundred times more, and don't quote me on that, than the MASN network that we have here in Maryland. They're able to buy players every year and give them max contracts of hundreds of millions of dollars. And and our owner just seems to not care about bringing in better players. He's more interested about the business side, so he makes money, but the team itself is never going to win because every guy that is just that we. Come that comes out of the farm league, ends up having a great year, and then gets signed by Boston, the Dodgers, the Yankees. <laughs> every time, and listen, every and not time, to mention, and we can't afford to keep them.
0: Now, and not to mention, Dave, I understand that for you and I and Mike, it's a different socioeconomic class. My exact text that their mother texted me: How, how are they having a good time? I said. My response was, yes, I don't know how the average person affords to go to a game. Dave, I'm sure it was the same thing at Colorado. One hot dog, $10. One drink, $10. One ice cream, $10. I mean, I went for 100 before I blinked. The average person going to a game is going to spend $100, $150, a family of four, just on food, not even counting hey, beer.
1: Hey, hey, Dave, Dave, he's a rookie. Yeah. He obviously doesn't go to that many games. See, the good part about the Orioles, you can bring your own hot dogs. <laughs> you can bring your own peanuts. Yeah, you can't great. bring your drinks.
0: But, but I mean, you can bring really, everything it, else in a little backpack
1: in the stadium and eat your $2 hot dogs that you got outside the stadium. <laughs> he's a, Dave, he's a rookie. Yeah. It's all right. We'll you give him a pass for too. this one.
2: But that's right. the rule here, too. You can, you can do that here. Yeah. FYI. So. But,
0: but, but, it, but it is amazing to me that look, when you see how many people, and again, when you went to that game, was it, 40% filled, all filled, half empty. How was it, your game?
2: Oh, it was pretty full. I mean, I want to say 60, 60%. Yeah, right. it was pretty full. And I, imagine, I imagine,
0: there. your your team and my team are the two bottom teams in the league, and they're still able to fill the stadiums like that. That just goes to show you the power of the love of the sport from a non-betting point of view.
2: Here, Here, though, it's really correlated to partying. Like people just like the the party groups, even in the building here, I mean they'll go there like twenty twenty five people, and it's just they're just going basically to party, say like, oh it's we gotta go to the game today, okay, I'll go, and it's just like all the, to party that's so that's interesting to me well
1: and, you know, and baseball baseball's also very laid back where it's not a football style environment where you're on your feet the entire time cheering, screaming, losing your voice. It's more of a laid back like you said, Dave. Not that football's not a party game as well, but this is just a more laid back experience where you can go to the bar and hang out with your buddies and, and have fun and it's, you know, just being there and being out is what's they're looking for and it's a cheaper route than obviously a football game so and there's a lot more games so it it's usually baseball means summer, summer means good weather. And, and people uh-huh. like to be out. So, I mean, I, I see both sides of it, but, you know, for me personally, I only care about the betting angle, and, you know, this is actually a question for the both of you. Do you – because, again, I don't use my model, which it only overs, which I need at least 20 sure. games of data, and uh, I need at least five pitching rotations from every of the, of the rotation. So – that will come down the line. I will be, you know, I'm already tracking everything, but I'll actually start doing it myself in April. I mean, sorry, in May. But what do you, do you guys think? Or, and you might not know this because, again, your sample size is very small, Dave. Do you think it's going to be easier in the beginning of the season to get value and John as well with your dog system? Is it easier in the beginning of the season or, or it really doesn't change? You can go. One of you could go first. I mean, I'll give the answer that Dave doesn't
0: like to hear. So, yeah, I mean, it's squares. No, I mean, the reality is, you're forty percent of all dogs are going to win between now and the end of the season. So, if you just bet every dog and don't even handicap, you're going to oh, make geez. money. It's not going to change. It's so never you're, going to change. You know, the short answer is no, no, no. It doesn't matter. Okay, no. okay, okay. Dave. Now, what I um, want. Would... Hold on, hold on. Let Dave. Let Dave finish. No, for, me, ahead, I'm for this, no. For this, for this, I think I'll
2: take the same answer as him on this, which is painful. Okay. But I don't think it. I don't. I don't agree with that other thing he said. But I do think it's just our edge will be the same now as later. I, I think he's right.
0: Okay.
1: All right. I want to move. The, can
0: was, we move on, Rope? Can can we we, one, we one want one last
1: thing. One more. Go and ahead. We can, yeah, we can move on to the NBA. But the last thing is because I know. When we talked about baseball less than a month ago, Dave, you were mentioning, Hey man, I'm not really gonna dig in. I'm gonna focus on the NBA playoffs. I'm gonna dig in a little later and you mm-hmm. actually started right from the you know, right from opening day, which I was actually surprised about because I, I in a way informed clients that look I know you subscribe to the whole season, but we're not Good we point. may not get action early. Yeah. Just be aware and then they call yes. me a man. He's 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 on a roller. I said again, small sample size. Don't don't have too high of highs. It's just it is what it is. But it, it was just surprising. So you know, yeah, I'm, well, I'm excited Dave, just as Dave, much Dave, as you. That's right. Um, the reason
2: so the reason is when I was really going over everything with somebody who, who I who bets and who I trust, I quickly realized. Well, wait a minute, this is good from just as strong from day one. When I didn't think it would be, you know, that's why I didn't think he, a couple of light bulbs went off, if that makes sense. So I get it. You Um, know,
0: was the gentle was the gentleman surprised that you didn't know everything because he probably assumed that you already knew everything. Yeah. I was like,
2: Oh, you mean on the second strike, if you hit a foul ball, you get another, you get another strike. And he goes, are you serious right now? And I go, what do you think? and he didn't know what to say. <laughs> like that, John? You like that one? He was, yeah, I love that. That was great. What do I say? That's, that's right, like Don't worry.
1: So, with John, You're fine. It's funny you say that because uh, thirty. John's famous story that he told me when we first met, he goes, when I first started picking football, he was like a whiz kid where he was looking at the numbers, he was looking at the lines, but he didn't know what a first down was. So until they made the first down marker, you know, that line that they put out on the screen, he had no idea what the first down was. <laughs> uh, so, listen, so I want to ask,
0: I I, I ask you, we got about 17 minutes left in the show. Sunday I did a YouTube video where I gave out a free winner. And after I gave out a free winner on the YouTube video, I then drove to the casino and I made the wager. And the free winner was, at on, as of Sunday, you could get Memphis to win the NBA championship twelve to one. Bet a hundred dollars, win twelve hundred. Bet a thousand dollars, win twelve thousand. As of right now, that was Sunday. We are now four days later. You can bet Memphis to win the NBA championship five to one. So, did I get good closing line value? I got twelve to one on Sunday. Now it's down to five to one. Um,
2: but the problem is problem with that is you're just looking at one sports book and what if they just took a huge what okay are you looking at a line with a yes and a no no it's just odds to win the championship yeah you have to um, you have to have a yes or a no they could just put two to one and it doesn't matter you have to, to have a fair price on those things you need a yes
0: and a no okay but at least but okay so basically, I made well. All right, I thought I had, I thought I beat the book pretty you good. I having have that a decent bet. dime ticket to win twelve dimes. They can't take that away from me. Yeah,
2: um, but you you need you need a yes and a no to have a true line, and then one of your people's bet could have just knocked it down so much because a lot of times they'll just move those things down a lot because they don't want to take any more money on it because they've taken so much money on it. That's why they do that. So ah. Sense. Yeah, they'll yes. just go, let's put even money on something that's like 7 to 1. They just don't want another dollar even
0: coming. Well, to one. one of the things that I didn't think about was, you know, when I talk to clients that live in Tennessee, Tennessee is a legal wagering state, and every guy that I talked to goes, oh, thanks for the video, John. I, already, I just went to the casino and pounded, and they live in Memphis, <laughs> you know, because they can just drive the casino now and bet it or have an app on their phone. So I forgot that Memphis isn't actually a state where – it's like, you know, it can make a difference just from the money coming in on that one state. Second thing is, second question, yeah. do, you think, do you think it matters, the Philadelphia game? I'm sure you watched the news, and if you didn't, Philadelphia is the first city since the beginning of the pandemic to require mass indoors as of yesterday due to the surging cases. So that means tonight when Philadelphia plays, it will be the first sporting event in quite a while, or probably a year, where ev- the entire crowd has to mask up, plus every player sitting on the sidelines has to max up, ma- mask up. Do you think that changes the complexion of tonight's game? No feel. I mean, obviously, okay. it, fans aren't
2: as comfortable. You know, if that's the question, fans aren't as comfortable sitting there, right? Do you guys right. agree with that? I mean, I yeah, so if anything, a home... Well, it's already low, but I was going to say the home field It's game Saturday. I'm sorry, down, not but...
0: tonight. Saturday. Saturday, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's already low anyway in baseball, though. So, I, I don't know. You, you guys give your opinion there. If the players had to wear them, then it would – well, I guess that would offset. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You guys give your opinion.
1: Well, I mean, so, also, now that we transition to NBA, I mean, do you personally, Dave – do any futures and what types? Like, do you do like to win the series, to win the conference, to win the finals? I mean, yeah. I know you do naturally do futures, but you don't have to give them out on air. But is this something that you already have some investment in?
2: Not this year. I haven't done it yet. Okay, but I'm not. I'm not betting Memphis. That's for sure. But they
1: are rolling. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not messing uh, with you. Uh, 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 <laughs> what? Up? That's great. Oh, and then great. obviously with. With M, with NBA,
0: I'm just upset we can't bet the Lakers in Houston in the playoffs. Oh God, just
1: stop it! Come on, stop it! Hey, Houston didn't. It's do, over. Do that bad? Yeah, hey, you're right. Houston I mean, didn't no, do that. Houston, bad. It, it was the. I've had, I've talked to guys about the Lakers. Just standard square betters, not even sharp money. They just kept chasing the Lakers all year. Just you just thought they were going to break through, getting healthy. Knowing the playoffs around the corner, trying to get in the playing tournament, and they just for, inquiry, just for kept
0: inquiring for inquiring minds, they weren't even the Lakers weren't that bad. They were thirty five and forty seven ATS. They were thirty five and forty seven ATS. Not a big deal, really, in comparison to the garbage Nets, which are the worst team against the spread, and again did not cover last night. Um, so it's interesting how the Nets won last night, but they are the worst team against the spread. Yes, thirty-two in f- thirty-two and fifty against the spread. The Nets, so um, that that's uh, that's an interesting uh, stat. And then in terms of uh, Houston, Houston, like you said, they didn't do too bad. Um, I'm looking for the actual numbers while you guys are talking, but Houston was thirty-five and forty-five, down ten games. Not really that big of a deal.
2: Yeah, that's not a big deal. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't sure. But let's no, but let's mean, just remember, so far, right? Memphis. Memphis is fifty-two and twenty-nine, the number one team against the spread, only laying seven against Minnesota, that just won last night. So far on Saturday. Well,
1: Dave, what is your, Dave? What is your strategy? I know because it's a seven-game series, and we've kind of briefly touched on this in the last couple of weeks. What is your strategy navigating a seven game series when you're, when you're you know trading and, and handicapping the entire time? I mean is there something like certain things you stick to if a team's down two0, if a team's down three0? and I, again, it's such a the, yeah, the, the question had may have a lot of answers, but, but kind of give me a little scope for the, for the listeners.
2: yeah, the down the down two0 is worth a lot to the team down if you just key the line in game one. Uh, which mm-hmm. that's in theory no emotion yet, it's zero to zero and then you just reverse it when the other teams home. But if you were to if you were to do it like that, the team down O two has a has a big edge um on that number. That's how how it is traditionally. So for example, like let's say let's say that the home team is game one and, and then they win game one and two. Then in Game Three, a lot of times you'll see that team like minus five in Game Three because there's like a big emotional edge on on that game. And then down over 3 it's the opposite. They just kind of assume that they're going to throw in the towel. Traditionally, that's how it works. But um, so it's hard to back. I just read. Yeah. Well.
0: uh, I just received, and we'll bounce back to NBA. A client just texted me while we're on the air. He's already a member of the service. He says, Does Dave like live betting baseball games, or does he leave that for basketball and football?
2: I bet everything on all of them. Yeah, I, don't, I bet everything Got on it. all of them. Yeah. Got it. That's my strategy. <clears throat> so, yeah, if, there, if, if there's perceived value, I try to bet it all. Although I'm not sure how invested I'm going to get this year on that, but okay, I'll give I'll I'll do a little bit.
0: <laughs> you guys should do it. Go live bet baseball. If I didn't have to stand at the kiosk with the guy in front of me with 59 teamer parlays that takes an hour and a half, I would do it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, oh my lord. Tough. Uh, it is definitely tough. Obviously, we have offshore plays. So also, uh, another client just asked me a question. Do you think that they price in the time of the game, especially when there's early games, for instance, just players getting up in the morning and there being a 12 noon game or a 1 o'clock game versus the Oriole game tonight, which they they got the whole day before they even have to play at 7 o'clock. Do you think that that matters in terms of the production of both sides of the team regardless? Early versus
2: late? Oh, question. That's a good question. I'm sure somebody develops reads on that because it's actually really a really good question. You would think somebody out there will use that as a fundamental. Like this is not a morning team. This is because because at the end of the day, everybody's a human with human tendencies. So I'll go ahead and say I don't factor it in yet. I don't have enough. I'm, I haven't been involved in this long enough to to make that into the formula, but that has to
0: matter here and there.
2: Don't you guys, what do you guys think? Well, that so like for
0: matter. me personally, for me personally, on non 20 on non top 25 teams in college football, um, I, mm-hmm. and again, I've never told anybody this. I have an account where I'll just bet every dog first half at 12 noon, which is 9.00 AM in Las Vegas. Cause I know that these kids, they're not going to bed early on Friday night. They're partying. And then they're usually the, – the favorite is usually sleepwalking in the first half because it's only 12 noon and the guy still has a hangover. And then they're down 10 nothing at half, and then they come out and they explode in the second half. I know it sounds square, but I'm talking about non-televised, non-top-25 college football uh-huh. games. I've always, I've always leaned to the dog side – on the first half, taking advantage of how early it is in the day, and then by the evening when it's 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, all the way over to the pack, then things stabilize, everybody's up.
2: It's hard to call that square because we just don't know in things like that if you're onto something or – because in theory you're not getting a big enough sample size, I I don't think, but I'm not calling that square. I I don't think it's square. I mean, there could be something there. We just don't know for sure. We can't make a confirmed read with numbers, but, I mean, it doesn't sound that bad. No, I mean, you're coming through with some interesting things. You guys are coming through the last 20 minutes with some interesting ones. Well, a lot of the feedback is coming from the clients, yeah, yeah. No, but those are interesting. And and then the morning game, now my brain's kind of, like, thinking about that. So... So who would the main ones be? Like the Cubs? Uh, who else plays in the morning a
1: lot? Who are the who are our morning teams that play a lot? I don't I don't think this predominantly has to do with professionals. This is more of the immature what John is saying, the immature college students that they're and the guy that's partying party.
0: at the Rockies game, right? Exactly. The guy that's yeah. partying at the Rockies game has to be on the field at at twelve noon. Yeah, Remember, not, you got to be on the, the field at twelve noon. You got to be at the stadium at ten. You're dead.
1: You're not getting okay. paid, and you're in college. It's much different than you're a professional that has a mentor yeah. that has some guidance. That yeah. I don't think it matters nearly as much for professional sports versus you know college athletes. Okay, I mean, it's
2: it's definitely some good stuff. Just Now I have to think about that because, yeah, I'm not sure. I hate not knowing the answer, but it's hard to know the answer on that one.
0: Well, here's a, here's another one. I mean, I think it's a multi-day series. So I guess it, I'm not even going to bring it up. It doesn't matter. Flying uh, west coast to east coast like the Dodgers are in Minnesota today, but they've been there for a couple of days, so that really doesn't matter. Um, so we'll, we'll forget that I even said that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get some of these plays in right now. Other, oh, uh, trust me, they're all—they've already all been submitted. That's how quick we are. We get multitask here. An efficient Lazo. system for that, yeah. Very
2: efficient. Very efficient. Okay, I like that. I love that.
1: Uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, clients ask for one game. Well, because the one game, game that you gave out. Well, you gave me a game that started is starting in twenty minutes. I mean I can't wait to get off the air, then the clients have a couple minutes. I mean, we're rapid fire. While we're on air, I'm I'm putting them out in real time. So for guys that are listening, what, we're not with just that, working. With that. But look what that opened at. I mean let me send you a screen.
2: I mean look at if this isn't public yeah, send send it on the chat. The public, if this isn't the public, like what is here, you know? What what if this isn't the public betting?
1: What is what is the public betting? Then is my and, point. and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. It's because you see that guy, the famous guy that John has been fading for the last five years, Mister Kershaw. Oh. John's been fading yeah. him Day-day. for years, for he's years. Right on he goes one. Kershaw minus three hundred. Auto fade, auto fade, baby. Yeah, <laughs> no standard. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right on that.
2: <laughs> and then I'm going to add one more, and then. Work out, but no, because I wrote on my, I wrote on my, so I wrote on that one. It was, so it was plus, it was like going rate right, was like plus 138, and I was saying, okay, let's aim for somewhere between plus 160 or better. So it's pretty shocking to see it that high. And you guys got to admit, that's pretty shocking for a baseball move. To go from sure. that, absolutely, to basically move like thirty-eight cents.
0: I mean, I know it's. Him, I don't. I. I, I Well, uh, back to what I said before. This is where I like to play him at post because I get the public rushing yeah. in. Oh, Coach Charles, blah, blah 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 blah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good one. Yeah, now you're, now you're right about everything. Now,
0: I, well, that, I've had the great. I had the Rockies. I had the Rockies against yeah. the Dodgers. A couple games. The one you went to, I actually bet on. Um, I was going to tell you to bet him, but I want to let you just enjoy it with your son. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like you know, again, the Dodgers. You know me; they're my one of my most fadable teams last year as well as this year. So here you have a team that's been a favorite four times. They're two and two, which obviously indicates you're down money if you're playing them as a favorite. No, this is this has everything going
2: for you. You're fading. You're fading Kershaw. You're fading the perceived i don't i don't want to say the wrong thing but best team or one of the best and you're you're i'll I'll go ahead i mean i guess you can't really call it an island because there's three other games but it's it's right at post i did a video on It's right at
0: post and listen to the music in the background as we literally come off the air so hopefully Paddock gets the job done, and we'll be back, and we'll analyze it another week. The hour flew by, the hour of power, with Dave Miller and Big Mike, sportsinsiderradio.com. See you next week, Dave.